0: Yes, when people. To the Welcome game. to the Property Strategies Podcast.
1: <laughs> Cash rules, everything, everything around, me. around Talk me. Talk Get the money. Cash lose, everything around Too When I took a L, when they charged it to the game. Took a L when nearly lost my brain.
2: How many times a nigga went to fuck? I told myself I will never do that shit again. Bongo, Welcome back, everyone. This is the Property Strategist Podcast. Today in the studio, you got me, Kenny. Cheese Cokes, Axe. And we got a special guest today, Tess. Woo! Say hi oh to the people. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for
3: having
2: me. Come
0: on. Okay. We're going to do that smooth voice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just testing. Say <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. uh, nothing. Okay, so we want to start something new. Um, we want to do some quick fire questions. So. The rules are: you've got five seconds to answer them, and it has to be the first thing that comes to your mind. You just got to spit it out. So I'm just gonna, you know, ask you some questions just to see what's on your mind, and then we'll go from there. Okay. All right. So, Nike or Adidas? Nike. No, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you said Nike. You you, you said I don't Nike. own anything by Nike <laughs> at well, all. But, well, you Adidas.
3: should because Let me you said Nike. Down. <laughs> wow.
2: All right. KFC, McDonald's. KFC. Home ownership or renting? Renting. Liverpool. Oh, uh, so interesting. Sorry, Sorry, no. Let me carry on.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Liverpool or Birmingham? Birmingham. More, more, mm. more. Um, one, two, one, Essex or Kent? You messed me up with that. Essex. Essex or Kent? Essex. Well, oh, of course. I you wonder see. why. Mm, okay. right. Uh, right move or Zupla? Right move. Really? You know what? But U- there are some right things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, me too. The but there are some around. things that Zoopla can do that Rightmove can't do. But it's the layout, it's the layout.
1: The UX, UX UI is
2: better on I can't lie, yeah. Rightmove is more um, user friendly. It's user friendly. You think so? You would think so? Hmm. Plot twist. Why are you looking at me? No, plot twist. Because, okay, sometimes on Rightmove, I want to look at a postcode. Mm. It doesn't do that. Zoopla does. Really? look at a postcode. Do you know what? I used to have to use Zoopla, one of my old jobs. Right there. Say that again. I used to have to
3: use Zoopla, one of my old jobs like just to check the postcode, oh, exactly because sometimes oh, right. when you Post get a client postcode. what we have to do before your client tells you like about what they're worth and stuff mm. like that if you check their postcode you kind of know where they're okay. background
2: wow. you background i'm telling you postcode oh, is key yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes because sometimes you do, like want to look in the area and then sometimes you don't want to use like if you use like an area it's too broad but yeah. you want a specific postcode just mm. this postcode and mm-hmm. right move doesn't have that. Zuper does. You guys, like that. There you Quick go. Mm-hmm. I think Zuper
0: just looks nicer, isn't it? Looks yeah, pretty. I just like it. It looks
2: pretty, but mm. I feel like right move. I don't know. Man. I, right move gets the job
1: done. That's what. Yeah. It, yeah, right move, move gets like, the job done. No, do you know what? Set you guys your
2: I think Zuper can do everything right move can do. That's the thing. No, it can. It's probably but better. Right move it's just, better. It's probably better, but it just looks better. More right user friendly. It's just. It's Apple. Just it's like Apple
1: versus Android. No, do you know what? I think. Literally.
2: I think yeah. Right move just looks a bit more classy. Yeah, and As in, It looks a bit more professional. professional Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Zoopla It's, is what looks it's like more functional for it's, it's babies it's, it's more,
1: Yeah it's it looks like for it's for babies, babies. Do you know? no, do you know what A, B or C you tick one? I
3: think Rightmove mm. is a trailblazer Rightmove started it So when you think of property You think of Rightmove right oh, Like mm. when if I think I'm looking for a property to rent For example on a move house The first thing that comes no, to um,
1: mind it's, Is
2: Rightmove Okay well I think Rightmove is like The right black taxi You know It started things But Uber is taking over And that's Zoopla I guarantee you wait and see, give it five years, mm. come back to me. No more. All sorry, right, cool. Sorry, I think that's enough. Um, with the quick fire questions. Um will dive yeah.
1: straight in here yeah, to the questions, the real questions, yeah? First, first of case. all, no, first, first of all. all
0: okay. We have a guest in our midst. Can yeah. we at least ah. introduce her properly please? It's true.
2: Okay. It's true. So he wants to do introduction. Okay, yeah. so Tess, um, tell us about yourself. I was thinking uh, so I want <laughs> oh, right, so a date. Creepy. Like that's a bit
3: much. No, okay. um I'm not entirely sure what to say, but I've kind of dabbled in mortgages, mm. property, um I've done a bit of wealth management, currently doing the sort of backside um sort of the the backroom side of things. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> currently in compliance and, and things mm. of that nature. But um yeah i think a lot of my professional sort of working life has been around mortgages mm. financial services mm.
1: and, and there was a specific reason why you thought it was good to bring her on yeah so. i mean the fact that she's was into sort of wealth management and you know i know we talk about property day in day out on mm. the podcast and stuff but it is all to get to that idea of wealth do you mm. know what i'm saying the wealth management so i think tess was a perfect you know person to bring in first to sort of Give our ourselves and the listeners a chance to get in, in, like an insight into the you know the life um, of so many people that she probably works with and comes to contact with all, um, all the time as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that she's here. Mm. Um, should we start with the first question?
2: Okay, um, first question. What did your role in wealth management entail? Okay,
3: so initially, I didn't actually want to do wealth management. It was never part of like my career plan. Mm. Um, but I got offered a role in mortgage advice. Um, I was approached by a recruiter, and she thought I had, you know, she had a p- position for me. It was outside London. When I went for my interview, it turns out that the firm had a sister company that mm. was in wealth management. Um, and although they were recruiting for mortgage advisors, they wanted someone with zero experience. So they wanted to train you from the ground up because they wanted to have their company ethos sort of ingrained in you. Right, I got you. Um So they said to me, we don't think you'd be good for this position simply because uh-uh. you've already done your training, you already kind of have your own way of doing Was things. Were you upset
0: when I mean, they said that? Oh.
3: Oh, that's a bit harsh, yeah, isn't it? No, no really I good. wasn't upset, you know. Do you know what? I, I wasn't upset, and I think the reason I wasn't upset is because I'd never intended to go for the role. I'd oh, been approached by a recruiter for it. Yeah. But... um yeah, so she just said to me, we don't think you're a good fit. And mm. it was... what? Okay, I was a little bit upset. <laughs> <laughs> I for <was pretty> you <laughs> I just remembered. The reason that I was a little bit upset is because, as I say, the role was outside London. It was in Somerset. Oh, and I'd it. driven from London to Somerset for Where this interview. Where is Somerset, if
2: you don't mind me? Also, like, Where's that geographically? Is that um, north, south? How, how far it is it? It sounds
3: like self. It's not far. It's like four hours away. Oh, mm. wow. Yeah, it's like close. To, you're like... You drove for four hours? I drove four in the interview for four hours. Wow. Yeah. Thinking, for them to say I've no. got here for you to come and tell <laughs> like, me. No, no, don't mind <laughs> no, them. Enough. Literally, it was like half an hour into the interview. I knew it wasn't even finished. It was like, like, I don't want to waste time. Like, I just mm. don't think you're a good fit. Damn. Um... And that's why I was upset. So I'm thinking, so why did this recruiter send me here if Mm. she knew that that was their criteria? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, I left or whatever. She called me, as they do, um, to check on how did it go, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I'm not inviting babes, like I'm not happy.
2: I mean, did you stay the night there or did you drive back?
3: No, I drove back. So you
2: probably got this phone call when you were driving. I was back, driving back to London.
1: I, I was in your the I
3: was so upset. <laughs>
1: they're lost, they're lost. But um mm.
3: yeah, she was like, you know, how did it go? Blah blah blah. And I was like, I'm not happy. And she was like, okay, well I'll call you back tomorrow once I've spoken with them and got their feedback and I'll let you know. In my head, I'm thinking I already know the feedback. <laughs> 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 they told mm. me to my face. That's it. So, um, not the next day, she called me and she said, okay, so, as you know, they don't want you for the mortgage advisor position, yeah. but they were really impressed um, with kind of mm. the way that y- you were mm. in, within the interview, and um, they offered me a role within, in their sister company for um, trainee wealth management. Oh. Wow. Um, so, I got to shadow a IFA for a little while, and then I did... Uh, Sorry,
0: can I just jump in there? You said IFA, so the, I don't know what that means. Independent me financial advisor. Thank you very much. Okay. So,
3: Um, So I got to shadow a financial advisor for a little bit and then I did a qualification at SIPFA which is kind of financial management sort of stuff Um, and while I was doing that I I sort of kind of got stuck in and that's how I got started with wealth management. A lot of my role um, was sort of consolidating pensions, Mm -hmm. um, diversifying portfolios and I think What you find is when you're working with people that do have sort of liquid assets that they want to invest, Mm -hmm. the reason that they're coming to is not because they don't know how to invest, but because they're probably looking for something, um, an investment that they're not entirely sure about or they don't know about. They're wanting to diversify the portfolio Mm because they already have. What was the most
1: common, like, sort of investment they wanted to sort of dive in that they weren't really familiar with then?
3: I don't think there is a common investment. I think there were common trends. Um, So you'll find that with a lot of your older clients and people that. Um, perhaps are into their retirement ages they have a lower risk appetite and they're more so looking for something that is short term will like use their money that they have saved for their whole life for their mm. pensions And the short term mm-hmm. in the short term the oh, okay. because they don't have they want that money back probably each year to mm-hmm.
2: Oh, okay, cover their yeah.
3: expenses and their lifestyle at that okay. point because they're not working anymore. Yeah. Um, and with their risk appetite, they're a bit older, so they don't have the time to lose money and then have to make it back again. Oh, that's Interesting. So but you yeah. find a lot more trends than you'll find one sort of product because ultimately you're going to have to find out what each individual wants. Because oh. although, as I say, there are trends, you'll find that there are also anomalies, and there's people that have that extra money to just yeah. spend. So, in a
0: nutshell, what you do is they could just. People come to you with money, or I've got this mm-hmm. liquid asset, blah, blah. Where do I put it? Mm-hmm. That what can, what Yeah, they're or?
3: basically asking you, I've got all this money. It might be in, in a place already, and they're mm-hmm. saying to you, I don't think I'm getting enough for my money. Okay. Is there anything that I can do any differently to place my money differently? Okay. You know, I Excuse
2: didn't me. know there were jobs like this. Oh, like, okay. as in, I, I didn't know there were things out there. You um, can go to them and say, look, I'm not sure, Like, what can I do to earn yeah. some more money? Or what can I put my money into?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never come across someone in that position, which is why obviously we bought on tests mm. and stuff. But I've, I've heard of the role, but never heard like, into details of what they actually do and how they do their job as well. So, it's interesting to hear. Definitely yeah. interesting to hear.
0: And what kind of thing do you kind of like tell them to yeah. invest the money How about? much money are they bringing to the
1: deals?
2: Let's be honest. Obviously, you don't need to mention, you know, no, um, people's names. Of course, um, but, you know. No, just for our viewers and listeners. with a wealth
3: management firms specifically, because ultimately a wealth management advisor or, you know, wealth man- manager is um, a financial advisor. Exactly, They're yeah. just dealing with someone probably with a higher net worth. Mm. Um, and what you'll find with a lot of firms that do wealth management is that they kind of have, um, they might have a criteria for mm. you to meet before you can be their client. Okay. And... um more, more. <laughs> are you talking about? Uh, yeah, but I, do you know what it is? It's funny because it, it just depends on on who you're working with and, and who you're working for. Mm. And sometimes as well, um, and what I found with our firm, especially where it was set, mm-hmm. is that it was... Um, <clears throat> The town that it was in was kind of like had like a local um sports club, shall we say. And mm. so there was local c- celebrities, for example, mm. in the town. And sometimes they don't have as much money as you think. But because but of like the
2: footballers pres- or who? Who are you talking about? No, the actual client. The actual client. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So
3: the actual clients were sort of local celebrities and they were in these sports clubs or whatever, you know, was in the area. Mm. Um and what you'll find sometimes is we will just take the client on even though they didn't meet the sort of criteria just because of the prestige. So you know that that client potentially can introduce you to a friend of theirs or whoever that does meet that criteria. So I, th- I think sometimes they're caveats to, to what firms will do. But there is generally a criteria for a lot of firms and it, it will be a monetary one.
2: Okay. So if you don't mind me asking, like, on average, like, how much would they come to you saying, look, I've got X amount. uh uh-huh. You know, because obviously we don't know where you were. You don't know who you used to, which mm-hmm. clients you had. So I think it's okay so to say, you know, the I amount. I think the Not minimum that I would
3: say is I, I worked with clients that sort of started their net worth was around sort of £2 million. Mark. Ooh,
2: okay. So they're millionaires. So we're talking millionaires. T- there were people with a lot of
3: money. Um, but also I think, again, depending on what sort of level you are um, within your career, you will be um, given certain clients, okay. so you may have had other people within the firm that would have had clients worth a lot more, or other people that had clients that were maybe worth a little bit less. Yeah. it just depends on what they can trust you with.
1: What's what sorts of like professions were these people in? Is that was there like again? Was there a common criminality or trend? Like were, they, were they were they were they investors? Were they footballers? Were they entertainers? Was there a common trend with, with the sorts of clients that came to the firm?
2: Um, you mentioned some. I of said, retirement. yeah, a
3: lot of a lot of our clients again were in retirement, and it wasn't, I would say, a common profession. As I say, we had luckily um, in the time that I was in, mm-hmm. qu- like uh, a sports team, yeah. and I feel like if I mentioned what it was, then it's easy to find. Okay. But it was just a sports team, and so a lot of our clients were kind of in, within that, and awesome. we were trusted. I'm oh. <laughs> <laughs> So then, yeah, so but then a lot of our clients um, were. were Found through the mortgage advisors so they were the ones that would introduce them to us so um, a lot of the times you'd find that perhaps they might do um, So I think part of their work in terms of acquiring clients Mm. was to sometimes do like cold calls and stuff just to see if there's anyone in the local area yeah that's how they got their clients Um, and so it was through that that perhaps you'd you know then ask them questions around do they have someone looking after their finances you're going into retirement now Um, do you know what you want to do are you gonna be you know how's your pension Mm. Set up and things like that, and that, thats the easiest way to get to get clients because you yeah. get people thinking. Is um, there, is,
1: was there anybody from? I mean, our background, you know. Any, any I much,
3: never had someone from
1: our. Background. Wow! 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 wow. wow. <laughs> But, but, again, I
3: don't... Do you know what it is? I think there's a reason for that. And I think that was because of yeah. where we were set. Like I said, the, the firm that I was working for was in Somerset. Okay. okay. There Fair weren't many people of our background in the town mm-hmm. anyway. Oh, okay. Even okay. me Fair going enough. there, it was, it was a bit like... Hey, Shay. It was a I'm bit mad. Okay. Um, I'm
1: sure it was an eye-opener for you, though, in terms of dealing with the sorts of people, the sorts of work you're doing for them. What kind of stuff did it teach you? about? Absolutely.
3: I think, for me, more than anything, the thing that I got from my role was that it's really important how you carry yourself Mm. Um, I mean we had a very strict dress code in my workplace Everything that you did was scrutinized. Right. The pen that you used, for example, in my interview, one of the things that they mentioned was that you can't have that pen. Was huh? it a biro? She got uh, so you know. <laughs> <you> Kenny <know, laughs> <laughs> was like, "Is it a biro? Was like, literally chewing um, on it?" Yeah, it, was like a no, it was literally down to those sorts of details. So I went to my first interview and say whether they it was like, "You're not a good fit," and they gave us a form to fill out. And also yeah. I just brought out a pen out of my bag and used it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a biro pen that you get from you know, walking, normal, so, yeah. It was just like it's <laughs> just yeah, just a mm-hmm. normal Parker pen. She said, you know, for our brand and what we want to do, you can't have that.
2: But what's okay, so
3: is it You had to have a Mont Blanc with that (laughs) So that again you had to have a Mont Blanc. So
2: mad. Killer Dev, what's that? I mean But
3: what is a Mont Blanc? Come on, step up man. (laughs) It's a
0: level up, up, bro. Uh, I I, I
2: genuinely thought this like standards were Parker pens. You know what I mean? Mont Blanc. Are you laughing like you know the difference? But
3: (laughs) but the thing is, I think it was just to show your clients that you understand mm. them mm. And, and you, you want to, to, to be, to look like yeah. ultimately Luxury. people want to relate to you. And yeah. I know in, in your previous mm. episode, you guys were talking about, are you friends with your um, tenants? Oh, or your yeah, professional. Yeah. I, I was listening. But it's, thanks. <laughs> but it's more so the fact that you want to be able to relate to your clients. And if someone is coming to you, you know, with a whole bunch of money and they're speaking to you a certain way, you want to be able to change, to be able to suit that person, mm-hmm. speak the way they speak. Um, look how they look yeah. and they need to be able to feel like you understand them personally because oh, they have a lot of money they can get anyone it's so cheap. like this is random
2: here. but would like would they even look um so would they provide company cars or would they look at the car you have as well like when you're pulling up or something um like that?
3: it depends i think it it was more so that our clients came to our office um, mm. oh, and okay. you get you do <laughs> ma- you do make home visits depending again on who you client v- oh that's yeah, interesting depending on who so you went to a
1: couple is. mansions I'm <laughs> just <well that's, laughs> <as long laughs> I mean uh, I just to, I don't from my listeners now the, the <laughs> of, the, everything.
3: you do you do make client visits and it, again it just depends on you you get some demanding ones mm. you get some that I you know I'm giving you my money so you you will do what I want when I want
1: and, and you will do it and you just have if, to humble if somebody just.
3: says to you you know they want a meeting at 9am but You know mm. that your working day that day doesn't start until 10 a.m. Mm. What do you do?
1: You're
2: going there, It'll
1: turn At up with your no. right, correct barrel. Do you get paid for the hour <laughs> or... <laughs> with but the then... Mont Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> Mon Blanc? You're going there with the Mont Blanc, do you know what I mean?
3: So, it's, it, you do get some demanding ones, but then you also get some that are really laid back mm. and they just kind of like, Listen, I, I trust you to do yeah. what you do, and it's yeah, what it yeah. is. So, yeah. Wow. yeah, but I think the thing that I took away from my role, really, from that particular role, was that it's really, really important how you come across the clients, mm. and it's something that I've carried. With me throughout my career um mm. even now i don't you know you spend the majority of your time at work i think you should at least try your very best to look your best at work yeah. and mm. what you'll find is it will reflect very mm. very clearly in your performance as well did,
1: did you enjoy that as well do you enjoy dressing up at work and, and doing that like, yeah like whatever? i love
3: it um okay. i know that in my role now mm. um although you know our contract says smart dress or whatever um a lot of people just kind of do the sort of smart casual type okay. thing and stuff like that. but not tests?
0: What tests? Oh. No.
3: I've not even had a test. To <laughs> 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 but no, but I like to separate my work life and my home life. Cool. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. part of that is having a work wardrobe, or or a home wardrobe. Or I don't like to wear my home clothes to work and do the mm.
0: Yeah. No, I, th- I think to link that with property though, um, about carrying yourself and looking, you know, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to like dealing with agents and stuff that, oh, like, I was yeah. gonna mention something yeah. about. Yeah. That. When it comes yeah. to that, like, yeah. yeah. that they're, they're looking at you. Like, yeah. if you're trying to say, okay, I want this rent to rent deal, blah blah blah, and you're turning up in a, I've been there, turned up in a hoodie. Or
2: whatever, ah, do you know what I mean? And you already, you know, I see you wearing, wearing blazers on your uh Snapchat I I wear blazers it, yeah. now, all the time. <laughs> <I'm wearing them. laughs> I, see, coat, I wear it. You need a coat, the long so, one. long coat, yeah. You yeah.
0: gotta wear it, man. So it's important, man. You just have to kind of yeah. like I'm, I'm sure, even
1: with investors, when we're coming approaching investors 100%. and stuff, if they want to invest, us we're already coming from the background we're coming from. We want to look extra professional, mm, do you know mm, what I'm what saying? Right. And that we're, yeah, we're talking about and we know the knowledge, but mm. also presenting ourselves in a good way as well. Do
3: you know what it is? You sometimes have to show people that you people are not age mates. Mm, <laughs> age you get, like, we're not not
0: I might look younger, but come but, on, mm, there's yeah. levels, Le- levels mm. like
3: mm. I got you. that's no, yeah. a
0: really really good point you made in regards to just packing this, this life just is about packing. yourself this,
3: Absolutely, that's a good word. Mm. And I think for a lot of people, I mean obviously I know all of us here, like we're we're a lot young, we're quite young. Mm. Um and a lot of people that probably uh, would be listening would be quite young. Yeah. I think one tip that I would say for anyone, um, especially if you're younger in going into a position or into a new role or whatever is that what you're find is a lot of people that are already there or have been there are comfortable. Mm. And mm. that's that shows in how so they dress. True. So true. In how they approach their role, in, in a lot of the things that they do. One of the things that you're gonna make yourself, you know, one of the ways to make yourself stand, stand out is by the way that you do package yourself. Key. It makes it look like you take yourself seriously mm. and you take your job seriously. Mm. Yeah
2: so that's the advice that we like to say as well. Like just package yourself. Package yourself well. Mm. Like if you're going to estate agents, don't think, all right well you know, they're just agents that can go in jeans yeah. mm-hmm. and trainers. Like, go there, dress the part. Mm-hmm. If you want to wear a suit, free piece, you go for, for it. For real. That's, that's you know, you go for it. Like, um, there was a client that I met one time. Um, I didn't know this at the time, but I still thought to myself, you know, let me just go there, dress properly. Mm. And I found out that this client was a multi-millionaire. He had built several towers in London, mm-hmm. like tower mm-hmm. blocks of flats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He owned about 50 in um, Plumstead. Mm-hmm. It was just... Crazy, so... Um, so you had your, your yeah. patterns, you were dressed properly. I was, I was dressed properly. Mm, yeah, you know, we didn't end up going for um, something that we were meant to because it just didn't make sense, mm-hmm. but still, I have his number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he'll remember you. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure when he
3: thinks of people of a certain demographic, he might not have thought of you way no yeah, that you appear, exactly. like, looked that day. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, it's, it's, it's a good way for yeah. him to think. Well, I mean, actually, maybe it's not.
1: Following for that point as well, I know that because... Even you know me, I'm always. I don't. This guy, I don't. I no what, finesse when it comes see, to tennis. See, see me? Oh wow! No, <laughs> see, no, no. We had an example today. In, in general, oh, where is where is Bill I'm, like, I'm 2019. I'm from a, maybe I'm from a younger de- demographic. You know How saying? old are you, mate? Up, oh, 25. What's oh. good? Cool, cool. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Younger than like like that. No, yeah. I said 29. I was like, ah. So you're just blocking me down. No, no. Anyway, blessings. Carry on. But what I'm saying is that. Sometimes what I believe in as well, it's it kind of showing inside that, you know, that, you know even what we're doing here with the podcast, I want mm. us to be very natural. I always say mm. it, I want us to be very natural, speak with our normal voices and, mm. and still show that we can articulate articulate ourselves mm. in the right way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you know what I'm mean? saying? Sometimes I, I don't want to dress up you know, in a suit and tie all the time and talk to my tenants or when I've got a meeting with an agent, but I have learned that mm. no, it's not even because I want to, but... It's what is what you said. They're gonna judge you regardless. Yeah. Terms what I say, they, so they I have to go there with fresh ol- trim, ol- ol- yeah, make yeah, sure yeah, everything is waves on swim. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I make sure I go there and that you know as much as I've got the knowledge and I can speak properly, mm. I do need to show that as well. So yeah. I do agree with that point yeah. as well. I, think, I, I think sometimes it definitely took me time to get there, by the way. It took me too long Took time to get because I, like I said, didn't it? I see this guy on the phone. sometimes. talking to tell oh, like, right, right,
0: cool, 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 cool. Alright, cool, cool. So, Alright, cool. I, I don't my own ears. I, I don't use
2: any slang. <laughs> no, no slang comes out, comes out of come my, my <laughs> mouth.
0: It's like all right, cool, cool. Okay, so you come in? Right, cool. i
2: seem
0: coming. Queens English. I told you why like, I did that one time. So <laughs> relax. <we're like, laughs> more time. I have
2: to He's like, your yeah, boy. are You talking to me? like Your boy? Like no, yeah. it's a yeah. penitent man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. so, yeah. Okay, and just, like, and, and
1: I definitely, I definitely agree with that. With Tess as well. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, thank you for that test. We're gonna take a pause for now, and then we're gonna go into the second part later. Thank you very much.
0: Feels like a diary Yeah
1: yeah, all your friends posted in the club uh-huh. I was there by chance and looking for love yeah. I'm on your heart, we don't use a glove Tell me when you better finish if it's starting son. Welcome
0: guys back to the Property Strategist podcast Um, Still got tests in the building Um, In regards to the next question I think what we want to delve into is kind of looking into your mortgage Because you said you had a bit of experience with mortgages okay. Can you just tell us about more of what you were doing with mortgages?
3: Sure, so... Um, unlike most people, I didn't go to uni out of college. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. Wow, Jack, girl. Are you African? Out of you college? College? I am African. What country are you from? Zimbabwe. Oh okay. My mum was livid. I can imagine. Oh, yeah. How did you manoeuvre that? I lied. Wow.
0: Padu? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, what? So, so were then, you just leaving at the right so times what of the I day? So, I did was...
3: <laughs> 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 So, no, no, no. Okay, so here's the thing. Growing up, I was, like, super academic. Like, I always got the right grades. Great I was star. doing really well. Mm. Um And... I'd always discussed with my parents going into law, um, and I had discussed a scholarship, I was going to go off to New York, like wow. there were things set for me, but you I already told family in Africa. that I don't want to do that, Damn. it just wasn't for me. So I started my first business when I was 16, and that did pretty well for a 16 year old, you wow. know, and I, it made, kind of made me think while I was in college that actually maybe I don't want to continue the academic route. Mm. So, um, I started looking for jobs in my second year of college. Mm. and it just so happens that at the time that I was looking um, at I think when I turned 18, it was around the MMR, the mortgage market review.
2: Yeah.
3: And there was a sort of new rules set into place for lenders in terms of um, being a responsible lender and and sort of making sure that okay. you know clients can afford. The products that they're taking so at that particular time um lloyd's bank was doing a sort of mass hiring and training colleagues around the mmr and um responsible lending rules and things like that okay. so um i was lucky enough to what well, i <laughs> i would lie to my mum, so i'd say yeah. i'm going to work for some because i had like a, a part-time job okay. and um i went up to sheffield because the role was based in sheffield All right. um and it was at one of the sort of lloyd's bank um telephony centers. Yeah. So I went up to Sheffield for my interview. I, I went through all that stuff. They offered me the job and I said to my mum, oh, I'm going to uni in Sheffield, gotta go. Wow. <laughs>
1: like that. You don't think you could have said like like that the truth,
3: no? <laughs> I, I could do you know what thinking <laughs> right. back into it now probably Sad could have. But, yeah. Yeah. but would I change anything that I did? Probably not. Because yeah. ultimately now my mum trusts me. She knows I can make the right decisions. Mm. Um cool. but yeah so that's that's how I got into that and that's how I sort of Maneuvered the whole not going to uni thing, um, and the caveat for it, and I think what was important to me was that although I was going into work, I was still learning, yeah. Um, and to be a mortgage advisor, you need to be CMAP qualified. So, um, at the time, mortgage sorry, at the time, Lloyds Bank was paying for their CMAP qualifications. So, as part of your contract, um, the first six months of training, you would also have to self study for your CMAP Mm. and make sure that you pass.
1: Part all your exams. Damn.
3: Um, Generally, and what I've seen online, is that it takes two years to do, but you have six months. Oh. And within that six months, you have to self-study and train for the role itself. Damn, okay.
1: So it's not easy. Yeah, so (laughs) I did
3: that, and... um, Thankfully, I was one of the people that passed, mm. and um, then I became a full-time mortgage advisor at mm. that point. Oh, wow. And then I told my mom the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a job, so uh, what can you say? Say something now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so then at that point, I started doing mortgages, and I think largely my role was around sort of the mortgage application side of things. Okay. I like was looking at people's mortgage applications. Okay. Um the lending criteria that we had um, at the time um, and also making sure that people could afford what they were asking for, um, going through your income, expenditure, Mm. all that kind of stuff. That was sort of my day-to-day.
0: Okay, you see the lending criteria, is that specific to Lloyd's or is there like a generic one that every bank has to follow anyway? No, so
3: um, what you find is a lot of banks are regulated by the FCA FCA. and the PRA Um, and so the FCA gives rules around... Responsible lending—that mm-hmm. um, a bank should make sure that you know Every that everyone can afford their products—but mm-hmm. um, they don't give you a sort of form with certain of questions or. Of okay. W- these are the questions that you need to ask, or this is what you need to do. What they okay. do is they have rules and guidelines in place, but it's yeah. a commercial decision how a firm puts that into place, and so ultimately each bank will probably have a slightly different. Um,
0: okay. So, give me as an example. Let's just say I just finished uni, mm-hmm. and. Um, I want to get into property. I want to buy my first home. Um, what do I need to do? Like, how do I need to pattern myself to make sure I'm ready for these banks, these giants, I would have credit-wise. And I
3: think um, the first thing, obviously, is to check your credit report. It's mm. always important to check your credit report because um, there's a common misconception that if you have bad credit, you can't get a mortgage. Yes. If you have bad credit, you can probably get a mortgage, Say but you need mm. It's probably going to be... It's, thank you for saying that higher, <laughs> you know what I mean um, and it also depends what on what mortgage you're trying to get so mm-hmm. if you're going into property investment are mm-hmm. you getting a buy to let um, it's obviously not going to be residential mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so these are all things that you want to consider but moving on from that it's how much you want to borrow I think it's important to understand how much you earn and what sort of limits might be in place as a result yeah. of that um, what you'll find is with most banks you probably get four four times what you'd earn yeah, 4.5, maybe 45 yeah if you're lucky um, and that's if you have a good credit score so again although you can get lending with bad you can get mortgage with bad Bad credit credit. it might not you're not going to get as good a deal as you would if you had good credit um and so if you're thinking about getting a mortgage if you're thinking about investing you want to look at your credit you want to look at what limits are there is this a good time for me to invest given the amount of money that i want to borrow mm. um you know if you're earning 50k but you want to borrow four hundred thousand, it's probably not going to happen mm. so maybe be realistic about your goals and what it is that you're looking at i know a lot of us spend a lot of time on right move yeah, <laughs> <same>. or <Zeepler>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Um. <laughs> so yeah so when you're looking at these you know yeah. lovely houses or whatever just right. have a realistic goal is this going to be your forever home mm-hmm. or is this your starting point where you think i can invest into this and then move on to something else at a later stage okay
0: okay mm-hmm. fair enough that makes sense so again just clarifying you need to make sure obviously you've got your credit mm-hmm. on point you need to be realistic with your visions and your goals and everything mm-hmm. you have just make sure whatever you're earning you can basically afford it yeah would you um advise kind of partnering up does that Did you see that quite a lot? Does that help?
3: I think what I'm seeing a lot is with a lot of young people that are buying their forever homes. Mm. So the homes that they want to live in, residential properties, is that they're doing that with someone. So they're waiting until they have somebody else, or maybe you know family member. Um, But a lot of it is with their partner, and Mm. they're buying a house with their partner, and that sometimes is, I think, better because. For affordability checks it's we're considering two people rather than one okay Um, you're considering two incomes rather than one Mm. um, and you probably have the opportunity to to borrow a lot more than you would have by yourself so I think for a lot of people that are doing residential stuff Mm -hmm. rather than investment Mm -hmm. um, you're finding that they are waiting until they're in a position where they've got somebody that can be a helping hand for them and it does work out in their favor
2: Okay, makes sense. Okay, well, thank you for all the advice you've given us and your background. Um, definitely useful man. Yeah, definitely. You've helped us and you've helped you know, the students as well, mm-hmm. um, coming straight out of uni. So, uh, a question for you then. Next is, what does the future hold? Like, maybe there's, a, you know, maybe there's a chance to plug you and your future goals. Maybe people can reach you on a certain platform. Like, what does the future hold for you?
3: Well, I'm not going to be lying anymore. Stop there. <laughs> 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 um, no, so like I said earlier on, um, I'm sort of working more in the compliance and regulatory side of things at the moment. Um, and it's something that I hadn't had a lot of experience on, something I started this year. And it's been actually quite good to sort of understand um, why I had to do certain things in my role previously. Mm-hmm. So now I understand what, you know, the regulations and things were. But it's it's been a lot of fun. And... Um, But at heart, I'm still, I still love mortgages. I still love personal finance, personal finance enthusiasts, um, investments and all that lovely stuff. So if I think for me, um, at the moment, my brand, personal brand more so is around personal finances. And, um, I know you guys are trying to help young people with Mm. investments, but specifically in property, but I'm more so into how to get your finances in the right place in the first place to be able to do that. Um, and i sort of really want to work with young people to to empower them to be able to make investments to empower them to make the right choices Mm. um with their money because although i have as i say worked with people that are perhaps high net worth um investors Mm. um i've also been a person that wasn't at some point Mm. um and i've had to be in a position where i've had to get my finances in order whether it's to run a business Mm. or to to make sure that personally I'm just in a in the best position to to achieve some of the things that I want to do. So I'm I'm really looking forward to working with a lot of young okay. people on their personal finances. Lovely.
0: Do you currently have a space or a business that's doing that at the moment or is it just something I that you do. You're
3: so if you don't follow me already, make sure you follow me on Instagram. It's test, Tess, T E S S dot L C U K. Um, and if you're not following me on Twitter, I do a lot of threads um, mm. on twitter around you know um investment products have seen um savings products and things like that so if you're not following me on twitter follow me on twitter it's H M mm. T X S S. so yeah Lovely. i would love to to talk to you guys so
0: dma everyone but um no no don't do that <laughs> <laughs> another um this is random but Earlier on, you spoke about we've done the quick fire question. You yeah. said renting over ownership, mm-hmm. right? This is our like, conversation that goes on within our community. Yeah. So I just wanted to get your perspective and why you said renting over ownership.
3: I think I said that because that's currently my position. Okay. I don't think that, um, in sort of, I think with ownership, um, there is a lot of responsibility. And I do think that before you decide to delve into ownership, these are things to consider. Mm. Um, what I find is that. I suppose for me personally maybe it's it's that i kind of know all the other costs related to a mortgage a mortgage isn't just your deposit right um there's so many other things that you're gonna have to pay for outside of that Ma'am. so there's a lot of things to consider and um responsibility. at the moment it's just a not, not a responsibility that i want mm. um i do think that at some point you know, ownership will be for me and yeah. maybe I'll talk to you guys about some investment opportunities. Sure. Oh, um, oh. But, <laughs> but I think another thing to consider as well is that with ownership also comes pride. So mm. I, know, I know I'm saying that there is responsibility, but it is nice to own something. Mm. It is nice to have something that belongs to you. Mm. Um, and also the, the big debate around ownership and renting is the whole security thing. I don't think that ownership is any more secure than renting. Um, so... Yeah, that, that's kind it's of my position right? on that. I think
1: we might even have an episode on it, you know. And I honestly, because <laughs> I, I, we all, we all have our individual mm. perspectives on, yeah. on, this, on this subject. What, part. you
3: guys think ownership is more secure than renting?
2: Overall, mm-hmm. I would say so. I mean, that's my personal why? opinion, though. Oh, I mean, should we save this for our next podcast? Why? Just pick one, why? Pick one okay, line. Why? Uh, do I, why do you? I think um, long term, ownership is likely to be more secure because of. Capital growth. Okay. Um, and renting, you haven't got that. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I would say that's the... I think in, that,
0: in addition to that as well, I think you made a point, I can't remember when it was,
2: but talking about pensioners and how... Okay, yeah. So when you... Um, so, okay, so let's say you've been renting 10 years. Mm-hmm. You've owned for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for your pension. Mm-hmm. Like you're 65 or whatever the age is now. And, okay, have you earned enough? Okay, have you got enough now to set, like, as in savings to that leave. is
3: such a good point but or, you know what it is
2: yeah
3: i'm glad you said that mm. yeah because the thing with mortgage products is that now the term is getting a lot longer Longer. Mm. so a lot of the times with a lot of people especially given you know i think the, the average person at the moment a first time buyer is sort of 26 to 30 mm. right your mm. term is getting longer so yeah. you might potentially be paying for your mortgage into, well into your retirement this is true um mm. unless they change the retirement age, age again yeah, yeah um so again i think the first point that you made in terms of capital growth mm. maybe that's not a point on security but it's a point on spending your money wisely mm. ultimately if you're paying repaying a mortgage that's not money that's going to waste so to speak exactly. right at, at, yeah. at the end of it there is something else there mm-hmm. um but i think that the whole argument with pensioners Pensioners, it, it's a little bit difficult because mm, it's changing, right. mm, um, yeah. and it's always going to change. Mm. Especially if you know retirement age changes and things of that nature. But so it's, a, but it's only going to go up, though. is it? You could be. It is only going to go up, mm. maybe. Um, and also, it's looking at pensions themselves. I don't think that. The mm, state pension okay. is going to be around much longer.
1: Oh, well, you reckon mm. they're going to completely take it away?
3: Absolutely. And the reason I say that is because a lot of young people now um,
1: we're not paying into, it, are we?
3: We're not really paying into it. We're a lot of there's a lot of entrepreneurs. Mm. Um, mm. You know, people have personal pensions. So yeah. I do think that perhaps that the way that um, state pensions they might not take it away completely, but I think if the way it's structured might yeah. change. So these are also all things to consider that w- if you w-
1: do Would you say that the aim is to own the... ultimately though? i think for
3: me personally yeah absolutely okay, um, at cool. some point i am okay, going to cool. buy a house and i think the reason that i probably hadn't previously is because in between my old role and my current role i was mm. running a business yeah so my income wasn't as stable as it was when mm. you're um self employed yeah. right everything. so i think that was one of the things that i had to consider in terms of okay, do I want to buy at this current time? Yeah. And I, again, I think that's something for a lot of people to consider because just because you've got a certain income, what's your projection?
0: No, sorry, man. The question is a fire from my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, but obviously you spoke, spoke about being self-employed and mm. I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs now. Everyone's doing entrepreneur mm-hmm, business, mm-hmm. business, business. And a lot of conversation I'm having sometimes is like, okay, I'm doing my own thing now how easy is it for me to get a mortgage? I heard it's impossible. I heard it's hard for no me to way. get a mortgage. Like obviously, if if you're, you're um, yeah, yeah. from your experience being a mortgage advisor,
3: yeah. what's the I situation? I think it's impossible. Um, I think it's gotten a lot harder than it used to be. And I think a lot of the, the sort of conversations that people have around mortgages and... and borrowing are from people that are a lot older than us okay. so what you find is with our parents if you were self-employed it was easy for you to borrow because you could just self-assess so you mm. could tell them what you earned they didn't yeah. check Damn. you could say i'm on 100k and that's fine Damn. here's 500k go buy that house I mean. <laughs> like but that. now yes. you have to prove it and i think yeah. the reason why it might be a little bit harder for the current entrepreneurs is that people maybe aren't following the right avenues. Mm. so if you are self-employed and your goal is to buy a house at some point i think you should be doing the right thing you should have a registered business you should be filing your taxes you should be keeping accurate records of Key. how much you're earning mm-hmm. um, because ultimately we as a mortgage advisor that's yeah. what we're looking for we're right. looking to see that you can afford it you might you know be getting from your website or whatever in your PayPal or 100k a year yeah. Yeah. but if that's not recorded the right way yeah. I have no way of knowing that that's true Fair
0: Enough. listen I think that's a very very important point because I'm even talking to myself as you're talking because yeah. I think a lot of us entrepreneurs we're doing our thing and we're thinking oh let me find a best way not to pay tax and mm-hmm. let me try and dodge yeah. this let me try and dodge that do you know what i mean by then they when it's time to buy they look at all of that right. do you know what yeah. i mean so just make sure you find a good account and, and make sure you just run your books properly because this is what you're going to need so. i think
3: that goes okay. back to what i was saying that if when you're having conversations about what you want to do in terms of investment and properties one of the things that you're thinking about mm. is to have those honest conversations with yourself about mm. the position that you're in currently right. if you know that you're earning a lot enough to be able to invest but you are unable to perhaps get that um that money in, mm-hmm. in in, in the right way, mm. then start thinking about how you can do that yeah. to set yourself up for maybe next year or the year after.
2: Okay, well, um, I think we've given them enough mm. for this episode. Mm. If you want some more, uh, <laughs> to, like his chicken, you like his you know like Tune in <laughs> for the next time, and obviously, you've got um, Tess's socials. That she's plugged, so I feel think free a, to have you given advices and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah stuff can we can we get your, your last maybe your last tip. word of advice to young people? Someone that's maybe eighteen, just or just left university um, and is wanting to invest finance. and and finance and, and want some advice. Yeah.
3: Okay, I think to any eighteen year old or any young person that's now looking to start investing, mm. the first thing that I would say is don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the reason tri-
3: I'm saying that is because t- If you have a set amount of money right now and you Mm -hmm. think perhaps you want to invest, or maybe you don't and you're just thinking about it, Mm. what you want to make sure first is that you have your finances in the right way. So you might have a lump sum of money, but if you're in debt, then perhaps what you want to do is clear your your debts first. If you're saving, I think what you just need to do is to sit down and and make a plan Mm. um, before diving headfirst into something. So that's my my advice to all Mm. young people is Make a, plan make a plan with regards to your finances,
1: make a plan and um, save it. before you invest. Yeah, love that. Oh thank man, I'm so, I'm so Tess. happy you were our first guest. To be honest, I feel like everything I'm you so brought honored. was just amazing. I couldn't really have asked for it to you you go that, had that, that had well. Me. So, thank you, so man. Much. And uh, we'll end it there. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Until until and yeah, time. until next time, man, peace peace.